Okay, welcome to the Maximum Hoops Podcast. I am your host, Michael Maxi. Um, today is usually my favorite day of the NBA calendar. It is Today was supposed to be 2020 NBA draft. I love it. Rumors, trades, draft picks. I love the whole the whole day. It's just one of my favorite days of the entire of the entire NBA calendar. Um, but as we know, COVID-19 has put a damper on that. So, in honor of the NBA draft, uh, where it should have been today, I'm going to take a look at the eight teams that are not invited to the Orlando bubble. Kind of give a little bit of a breakdown on players that may uh, possibly be good fits for for these uh, for these teams that are not going to make it to the to Orlando bubble. So apparently, I don't think they got all the details worked out. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like the top, the bottom eight are going to be all in the lottery, and anyone anyone nine and above is not. But they they still might they still might do the normal lottery system. That's going to um, happen here. So, got my bang energy drink. Ah, and I'm ready to go. Let's do this. So, it's uh, in a wild turn of events. The Golden State Warriors have the, well, they would be slated to have, they have the worst record. They would be slated to have the best odds to be the number one pick. This is a team that has won three NBA finals. Uh, they have, um, they were in the finals last year. It, this is crazy. This is crazy that they would be a number one uh, possible number one pick in the NBA draft. Uh, there's a lot of rumors, a lot of things linking them to Georgia guard Anthony Edwards. Uh, very good score. Would be a great addition to their um, uh, their depth and stuff. Obviously, they are set at the wings. They are set at the point guard. Stephen Curry is your starting point guard. Clay Thompson is your starting two. Andrew Wiggins is your starting three. Draymond Green is your starting four. So where's Anthony Edwards? Uh, you don't really see no, uh, top picks come in and be six men. You know, number one picks be six men. So I personally think a better fit and a better option, if the Golden State Warriors were to get the number one pick, could be James Wiseman from Memphis. I don't know if you remember, he was blowing up until he was academically ineligible for, I don't know, Penny Hardaway getting the money. Whatever, whatever it may have been. But anyways, I think I think he would be a perfect fit. You put him in as a starting center. Uh, I think as a rookie, he could probably give you more more, uh, more uh, production from the center position than they've gotten in the last two years. So I, I think, plus he's got... He, He's got definitely 15 to 20 foot range. He is explosive. He's got a good first step. Could put the ball on the dribble. Uh, put the ball on the floor off the dribble. He's pretty good. I think that you need to uh, work on his passing. I think he could, he could definitely improve in that area. Definitely improve in a lot of different um, facets of his game to mesh with the philosophy of the Golden State offense. And there, defensively, I think he will be a a, a great piece in the middle. Blocking shots, altering shots, getting rebounds, pushing the ball out on the break for, to Curry, Clay, Draymond, whatever it may be. Um, I also think that possibly uh, Andrew Wiggins may have a breakout year with a full season in Golden State come next year. So with that said, I think James Wiseman would be a great pick um, for them. Now, there are different options they could go to. I, I keep hearing Anthony Edwards' name. Um, 
it, that would not that would not surprise me if, if he was if he would end up being the, the pick. Um, a sleeper pick could be Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball is possibly right now, and and when my rankings come out, and I'll be doing a podcast on my rankings. When when the rankings come out, I, I'm pretty much pretty sure I'm going to have him ranked number one. So um, if if he has a chance to go to Golden State, I think that's another guy. And and the reason I think he would be uh, a good fit in Golden State as well is because of his versatility. Is he a point guard? Is he a two guard? Is he a um, a small forward? He I I really think he could be a very very um, um, good pickup um, and, and off the bench. I really do. Because if you bring him in, you could have him handle the ball, let Steph Curry just run off picks and, and do all that stuff. That that would be that would be amazing if you could have if you could have Steph Curry off the ball, LaMelo ball, Clay Thompson. I mean if you want to go small with Draymond, I I just think now that you, now, now that I'm thinking about it, I think LaMelo Ball, besides Wiseman, maybe the second best option for the Golden State Warriors. Um, his versatility is just going to be ridiculous. His outside shot obviously needs to get consistent, but dude, they're going to be doing so many outside shoot shooting drills in Golden State. He's going to get better. But I keep hearing Anthony Edwards. So if that's the, so if that's the, uh, if that's the case, you know, I, I mean, I'm not saying he would be a bad pickup, but I'm just, I, I, I'm just not sure that he is the best. Uh, I, I'm not sure if he's the best, but um, as far as I, as far as you got, so if you want my rankings of of how I think Golden State should they land the number one pick, I think it would be Wiseman, then Ball, then Edwards. So that's just um, that's just a little bit on uh, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, after since LeBron left, they're making a uh, habit of being in the lottery. Um, I right now they have a very small backcourt. They have Darius Garland. They have Colin Sexton. Um, I, I think they need a legit two guard. Um, uh, they did grab Kevin Porter, but as you see with that starting backcourt, Kevin Porter's been uh, slated a little bit more as a three. He's been playing uh, a little bit more as a three. Um, I don't know if their plan is to ship out Garland or Colin Sexton and maybe put Porter in. Porter did uh, surprise a lot of people and had a pretty good uh, rookie season before the stoppage of NBA basketball. And I, I believe he got hurt too. Um, but I, I think it, <sighs> what's going to happen with Kevin Love? There's so this is this is very hard to figure out what they're going to do with their one pick. They already got Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond's going to be there for a year. I don't think they go Wiseman. I just don't think they go Wiseman. I I would not go Wiseman. He's too redundant with. Uh, with Cleveland. I know uh, he's probably going to be one more year. Drummond's going to probably be in uh, in uh, Cleveland one more year and then probably be gone. But I think they got to figure out their backcourt situation, their wing situation. Seti Osman, he's a nice player. I'm not sure he's a starter. I might look at small forward uh, or maybe some shooting guard depth. Um, I think LaMelo Ball could be an interesting pick. Because, like, his, like I said, his versatility is just off the charts right now. He could probably play one through three easily and effectively probably start on a lot of these uh, teams that are at the bottom of the lottery. 
so, or the top of the lottery. And uh, I think that uh, with Golden, with uh, Cleveland, sorry, excuse me, he is going to be, I mean, he could be a ball handler when Kellen Sexton wants to score. He, Darius Garland, he could play with the three of them. Could you imagine a three-point guard set with, with them guys? A lot of ball movement. Um, not sure how the shooting would be, although Garland's a pretty good shooter and uh, Ball's becoming a better shooter. I think Ball could be a, a nice uh, uh, a nice uh, player. Uh, another guy, maybe a sleeper, Obi Topin, the power forward from uh, uh, from Dayton. I, I think he he could be a replacement should they decide to go Kevin Love. I, I've seen Obi Topin. Uh, as high as two in a couple mock drafts. Uh, to me, that that might. To me, that's a little bit high, and and I think Cleveland is going to have to really fall down the draft boards for them to consider Obi Topin. But I mean, that's another option there. Um, Anthony Edwards could be another option if they if they're not satisfied with Porter, if they want to get rid of one of their uh, one of their point guards. Because I'm not sure. I know the CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard things working. But that's because C.J. McCollum is much more suited uh, coming off the ball, I think, where I think Colin Sexton has to have the ball in his hand to be effective, and I know Darius Garland is a more better pure point than Colin Sexton. So that that tells me that um, I think they're going to have a problem here. And obviously they're going to have a new coaching staff, so it's going to be all up to how they want to uh, run it. So uh, it's... It's going to be crazy to see. I was very surprised Cleveland took Darius Garland last year in last year's draft, but they also took the best player available and said they'd figure it out. Plus, Colin Sexton was struggling uh, handling uh, actual point guard duties, and they thought bringing in Garland could maybe uh, help alleviate some of that, uh, the struggles, and, and Colin could focus on scoring. But we'll see what happens in um in Cleveland, but they got there's so many different avenues they could go, and uh, I'm actually very interested to see how um, how they approach this year's draft um, and actually this year's off season because uh, Kevin Love uh, is a possibility to be traded, uh, Sadie Osmond could be traded, uh, Colin Sexton could be traded. I think they will keep Darius Garland. There's just so much uncertainty with this roster, so it's kind of going to be interesting to watch the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers come. Uh, this upcoming draft. Uh, right now, uh, Minnesota, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they are always struggling, it seems. Uh, they did make a blockbuster trade. They acquired D'Angelo Russell to be their point guard. Uh, they drafted Jared Culver last year to presumably be their starting two guard, but he's kind of struggled a little bit his rookie season. And they kind of played him a little bit as, as a three and, and some as a two. Josh Okoge, who I'm not that sold on. I like him as a rotation player, not necessarily as a starter. Started a lot of minutes at the two. Carl uh, Anthony Towns is flip-flopped between power forward, center. What, where are they going to play him at? It, so it, it's very, it's kind of hard to figure out what they're going to do. But I do think there's a couple players right now that I could see Minnesota really getting their eye, um, really having their eyes on. One of them is Obi Topin, though. I, I really think that this is a player, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Amari Stoudemire, maybe not as explosive, uh, not as big, but um, Obi Topin could, I think he would be a really good fit sitting right next to Carl Anthony Towns in that rotation. 
right in that starting lineup, put him at the four. I think that would be a, uh, a very uh, a very nice uh, one-two combo. Um, they, small forward, obviously they could they could try Lamelo Ball. Obviously, if they're going to get a top three pick, they're going to probably take a player. Uh, no need on position. So uh, that's a that's a guy like um, like Lamelo Ball, who, like I said, I keep saying he's so versatile, and I. I I think he's very Jalen Rose-like. Jalen Rose came in wanting to be a point guard, played point guard a little bit, then moved to the two, and ultimately ended up playing a lot of small forward when he went to Indiana, and that's actually where he excelled. So I, 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 I mean, I, I could even see Lamella Ball being the very similar. Um, but I mean, you got Devin Vassell from uh, Florida State who could play. He's a little bit of a uh, uh, a two-three kind of guy. Denny Avedjili, if I said it right, from. <laughs> Israel, uh, he's a legit 6'9", 210, small forward. He's a guy who I could see them um, going after. Uh, Minnesota's a, that's a, that's another team that uh, I, I I don't want to say their players haven't really worked out. Uh, Jared Culliver, who I who I was very high on, just did not he did not work well with. Um, in his rookie season, he was he struggled mightily. Uh, so I, I I don't I mean could this guy could he just basically be a bench player? Um, absolutely, I'm not 100 percent sure that that he is going to be a solid starter. I, I was when he was drafted, not so much anymore. But uh, Minnesota's uh, Minnesota's depth needs to be filled out too. They could go big. And like I said, this is all going to depend on where they fall in the draft order. But um, those are some guys. I mean, I don't think Wiseman, James Wiseman from Memphis, is going to be an option for them. I don't think he's a good fit next to Carl Anthony Towns. That means you're going to be playing Carl Anthony Towns. I think they're going to be playing Carl Anthony Towns more as a five. That's just how I feel. And, um, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, all right, well... That was the top three. I will come back in a few seconds and we will go do four, five, and six. Excellent. All right, and we're back. So, Maximum Hoops Podcast is off to a good start. Uh, We ran through Golden State, Cleveland, and Minnesota. So let's start with Atlanta. Where do we begin? Trey Young was awesome. I really enjoy watching Trey Young. He really has picked up his game. Kevin Porter struggled through some uh, injuries. Uh, and uh, the rumor is that Atlanta has got their eyes on uh, local Georgia player. Anthony Edwards, and they would love to put him right next to Trey Young. I'm not opposed to that at all. I think that Trey Young needs some dynamic scoring. Cam Reddish played a lot of two with uh, Porter out, and I don't know if if you agree with me, but I think he struggled mightily. Uh, I was a little bit surprised. I did not expect him to struggle as much. Uh, fellow rookie DeAndre Hunter, though, I thought he excelled. Uh, looked a lot better as a wing uh, obviously they could play him in multiple different positions uh, three and a four but um, 
I was very, very impressed with a few of the players, Hunter and Trey Young. Um, obviously, John Collins missed a lot of time. Uh, and, uh, well, Atlanta's got uh, Clint Capella coming whenever whenever they start their, uh, playing again. So I'm assuming probably like November-ish. So anyways, let's get to Atlanta. I think Anthony Edwards is, is, is if they get the number one pick, he is their guy. I think that'll be a no-brainer. They will take him. I don't think they want LaMelo Ball. He's too ball-dominant, and so is Trey Young. It's just not a fit. I don't think they want to put James Wiseman. They just acquired Clint Capella. Uh, I think uh, you could see them possibly, should Anthony Edwards be gone, or if they don't get the number one pick. I, I think you could see them probably go for a guy like um, Devin Vassell who from Florida State. Tyrese Halliburton, although he's kind of a point guard, actually he's more of a point guard than than a two guard. So I, I, I really think I really think Atlanta wants to get lucky here. I think they want either the number one pick or hope Anthony Edwards falls to them wherever they go, two, three, four, and in, in that vicinity. I do not think he will fall to four, but I have I have seen some suggestions of players moving up like Ball and Wiseman that could force him down. So Anthony Edwards is definitely the better, uh, probably the best option for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, and, and now I, I think Atlanta is closing in on, on being coming a playoff team. I really do. Uh, I think Trey, I think Trey Young is amazing. I don't think I'll, I'm just going to stop right there. I do not think he's better than Luka Doncic. I'm not, not even remotely close. I'm just a big Trey Young fan. I really like his game. So I think, I think it's a slam dunk with Atlanta. Obviously, they may go best player available. Uh, should they not be able to get Anthony Edwards? But with that said, I think Anthony Edwards is their guy, uh, and I, I think it's not even close. Uh, let's let's start with the Detroit Pistons. They are a mess. Let's just be honest. They are a mess. Obviously, Blake Griffin, Mr. Um, Power Forward. They got rid of Andre Drummond, and they one of the surprises, like craziest. Uh, uh, trade deadline trades of that day. I, I could not believe it. But anyways, uh, they could use they could use uh, some wing help. Uh, I'm a big fan of Luke Kennard. I really do like Luke Kennard. I think that he gets kind of a raw deal in Detroit. I think he should be starting at one of the, the, the two wing spots, either the two or the three, whichever they feel more comfortable with, or with however this draft plays out. Obviously, they get a, the number one pick. I think that you could see. I think. I mean, they could try to use Wiseman as a, but I think Anthony Edwards is their best option. Although they are really struggling at point guard, and there are a ton of point guards. So should Anthony Edwards be gone? Uh, I definitely think they could do point guard as well. I think Anthony Edwards is their best bet. Uh, Derrick Rose really established himself coming off the bench and then eventually as a starter, as a really really good um, as a really really good uh, point guard option he if, if he were to resign I, I think they could uh, they, they could plug him in as a starter um, but ultimately I think point guards what they're gonna need but but I think if they let's just let, let me slow down if they get the number one pick I think they will try to get Anthony Edwards that's my opinion should they not get the number one pick, I think point guard is in play. I think LaMelo Ball is um, a great option. I think um, 
uh, Killian Hayes is a good option. Uh, France, I think uh, Tyrese Halliburton is a, is a nice option. These are all good options. I, I really think that um, that uh, I really think that the Pistons are going to explore. Uh, I could also see the Pistons either trying to make a trade, get another point guard in there uh, to trade, and then uh, try, if they get the number one pick, and then trying to secure Anthony Edwards. So, with that said, uh, I think the Pistons, I think the Pistons are, I think the Pistons are a no-brainer here. They're definitely going to go point guard or wing. Uh, maybe a slight chance they go center like Wiseman, but I, I do think it. I think it's point guard or wing. Uh, those have got to be their their main their main uh, needs that they need to address. They need to address them fast because they are definitely struggling at both of them positions. Nothing like a bang energy drink to keep me going during this NBA draft talk. And I love it. Once again, if you guys want to talk to me, Maximum Hoops uh, on Twitter and um, SportsBoys01 at Yahoo.com. I, I, I listen to everyone, man. I, I, I've Ever since I became a father, I have been more apt to listen. It's crazy. So, um, all right. Now we're going to get to the team that, well, let's just put it this way. I'm going to be nice about it. They're an effing mess. The New York Knicks. The New York Knicks have five point guards, and they don't like any of them. And, of course, I'm exaggerating. They have five. They have Dennis Smith, who they acquired. They don't really care for him. You know, they, um, they're, they're. So basically, they got five power, five power forwards and five point guards. That's pretty much the roster. Um, and they've had to. Uh, I am the biggest Julius Randle fan. I do not think they should trade him. I do understand Julius Randle can be a black hole at times when the ball goes into the middle. I get that. But you know what he is? He is a straight bucket. He is a bucket getter, and that is what the Knicks do not know how to use. They do not have anyone who knows how to feed the bucket getter. And that's what he is. He's not going to be your athletic. He's not a stretch four. He's not. Uh, if you could get maybe a five that's a little bit more of a stretch, uh, that would that would be fine. But he is not. However, they need to also start using Mitchell Robinson more. I, I cannot express it more. That dude is a defensive beast. The problem is offensively, they don't have anyone to stretch the floor because Mitchell Robinson doesn't stretch the floor. Uh, Julius Randle doesn't stretch the floor. Julius Randle can be a black hole on offense sometimes. I get that. I get that. But that's where you make it up for it with your wings and point guard. Dennis Smith Jr., not a shooter. They need to get a point guard who can shoot the ball. They need... Um, they need a guy like Lamella Ball, uh, so, you know, someone who can, who can uh, definitely get to the, you know, get to the bucket. Can also freaking uh, shoot from uh, distance. He can shoot from a lot of different, uh, a lot of different places on the court. Uh, and let's be honest, he can also get the ball into your bucket getter. That is what I want. That if I was running the Knicks, that's exactly what I would do. I'd get a point guard to get the ball to my bucket getter. I have one of those on my roster, and that's it. Um, obviously, R.J. Barrett did not have the type of season he wanted uh, or that they were hoping he'd get, you know. Um, oh, yeah, and also, 
the, the Knicks also have Alfred Payton and Frank Nielakina on their roster. They don't like either one of them. They like Alfred Payton the best. And Alfred Payton's a nice player. He, at this point in his career, is a backup. Dennis Smith is a backup. Frank Nielakina may be more suited playing as a two. So they need a point guard in the worst way. LaMelo Ball, say what you will about the Ball family, whether you like him or not. LaMelo Ball is going to be a top three pick in the draft. Possibly number one. Uh, he is a, a six foot seven point guard. Could you imagine him feeding Robinson Randall uh, in the middle and in the, in the post? Bear from the outside. Barrett's got to improve his outside shooting. That is definite. Get you a nice small forward who can flat out shoot. Stop draft or stop signing power forwards through free agency. You know, and it, it, it's just. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. So that is what I want. I want. I root for the Knicks every draft year to get it right. They got it right with R.J. Barrett. They got it right with R.J. Barrett. And and yes, I am on the bandwagon of I thought R.J. Barrett was going to be better than Zion Williamson. I no longer think that. However, I still think R.J. Barrett can be good. R.J. Barrett needs to be he needs to improve his outside shooting. He needs to improve his confidence at the NBA level. And I think that'll come with another year of seasoning. And I think that the, the, the Knicks need to surround him with help. Trading Julius Randle, unless you can get a, unless you can get a boatload of shit for him. Uh, and I'm talking like shooters, a point guard. If you can get a bunch of stuff from Julius Randle, trade him. If you, you are not, do not trade him if you are not going to get anything of value because that dude is a bucket getter. And and, and I know the analytics, I, I think his uh, plus minus is, is, is very low. I get it. But everyone on the Knicks plus minus is very low. So, I, I, you know, and, and yes, I understand. I'm answering questions that are going to be given to me. I understand Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson may not be a perfect complement of each other next set as you start to four and five, but you have a defensive five and a bucket getting four. Surround them with talent. RJ Barrett to begin with, and either LaMelo Ball. I mean, if you want to move RJ Barrett to the three, which I am not opposed to because I actually think might be his best position. And you can secure the number one pick. Get Anthony Edwards. That's another bucket getter. You know that. I, I can't. You know, and then sign a point guard in free agency, or or make a trade for a point guard. This is not rocket science, New York. I don't get it. I do not get. I do not get it. Did I think Dennis Smith Jr. was going to work out? Yeah. Did I think signing Taj Gibson? And uh, Bobby Portis was a good move. No, but signing Julius Randle, I thought was a good move. So, and I know a lot of people like to bitch about freaking uh, Julius Randle. It's not his fault. The dude is a bucket getter. That's what he does. You know, I mean, he is not. You need someone in the post to score. They're not going to find better options in the draft for free agency than Julius Randle. So get over it. Unless you can make a trade to fill out your roster a little bit better, then do not trade him. Okay, I am off my Knicks tirade because I get so frustrated. And I know their whole 
front office has changed now. So maybe there's some common sense in there, and I understand that they are um, very smart people in charge of the New York Knicks. But with that said, I do not understand. <laughs> I gotta get off my next tirade. I, 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 I need to get off my next tirade because I, every time they make a move, I question it. And I've been doing it since they drafted Demond Shumpert. So, which actually turned out to be a, an actually a not not a bad move. Anywho, with that being said, they need to get their shit together and and, and keep Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson make it work and find you some compliments to them from the one, two, and three. Obviously, one of them will be R.J. Barrett. That that's it. I am off. I am off my next tirade. So we're gonna move on. We got two more teams. Uh, to uh, talk about another team I could go on a tirade from him I do a lot of work in the city of Chicago I see a lot of stuff but the Bulls are a mess front office, coaching they are a mess and um, I don't get it, I don't get it, they got talent they got talent Uh, Zach Levine, I don't think really wants to be there, he's obviously their best player Um, not exactly sure what's up What's going on with the? That's what's going on with the, with the Bulls. I really don't. I really don't. Chandler Hutchinson. I thought this kid was going to be a nice player. He is garbage. He is garbage. I cannot get over how bad he is. Um, and, and it's it's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I loved their pick of Kobe White last year. I I really did. It it it. it I watched that kid play a lot. Um, but then they signed Thomas, Thomas Sadaransky. And I'm like, well, what the hell? You just drafted a point guard. And and Kobe White came into North Carolina as a two. Roy Williams made him into his point guard. And he excelled. And I think he made him into a point guard by accident because he had no other options. But that dude balled as a freshman at North Carolina. Balled. And now... He goes to he goes to Chicago and I'm like yeah there's your starting point guard this guy's going to be a baller and uh, what happens they draft or they uh, sign Tomas Sadaransky who is a nice player but but Kobe White still bald coming off the bench that dude is a baller they need to get him more minutes if they could get him more minutes and, and I know he got more minutes he played a lot too he played a lot of, a lot of one Kobe White coming off the bench but they got to get him they got to get him some minutes. Uh, th- uh, make him the starter, put Sadransky as bench. Sadransky's more of, I mean, I get it. Sadransky's more of a, uh, a stable point guard, and Kobe White sometimes is a little bit erratic. He's just kind of a scoring point guard, does a lot of cool things. Um, but let's get back to the Bulls. Uh, I can see the Bulls doing a lot of different things. If they get to number one pick, wow. I definitely think Anthony Edwards could, could be in the mix. But then, I mean, are they moving Zach Levine to the, are they going to move him to, small forward I'm not so sure so you know I mean LaMelo Ball what are you going to do you already got your point guard depth Uh, are you going to play him as a different position like a small forward which I think he could ultimately be Um, yeah I don't know you know he's right now he's a point guard I think he could become a wing at the next level Um, so I mean if they get someone pick I think if they're in the top three James Wiseman is 
going to be in the mix. I really do. I think that, that he would be a nice added addition to the Bulls. I mean, right, I, right now, uh, Wendell Carter it will be their starter uh, as a center. Um, and But Wendell Carter's gone through, he's battled injuries. So, I mean, that's a possibility that James Wiseman could be their their guy. They're probably their biggest need, though, if, you, if you're going to be honest, is probably small forward. Um, unfortunately, unless you take Lamelo Ball and make him a small forward, they get a top three pick. They're going to probably have to take a position that they're just going to have to work around. Um, I can see him taking power forward. I, Obi Tobin, this is a guy who, if, if they get like the fifth or sixth pick, uh, that's a guy who's probably going to be in their wheelhouse. Uh, right now, Thaddeus Young is, is um, uh, Thaddeus Young and is a. Uh, and Laurie Markin, actually Laurie Markin is the starter, Thaddeus Young's the, uh, the backup, so I, if you're going to get a starter, their probably only position is going to be small forward, unless you get maybe LaMelo Ball and, 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 and you either make him your small forward or or you or you put Sadaransky, I mean obviously trades factor in here, but with the talent the Bulls have, I'm struggling to figure out why they're struggling. I really am, especially in the Eastern Conference, which um, I don't think bodes a lot of strong teams. I mean, they're uh, they're pretty strong at the top, but in the middle, I think I'm just I see a lot of it. And I just don't I just don't understand the Bulls. I, I to be honest with you, I really don't. Um, so. Well, another team that's a mess, obviously, and all these teams in that in the bottom eight, but mine is maybe Golden State. Um, and Golden State's a mess just because the injuries are a mess. Um, the Charlotte Bobcats. Uh, they, I mean, so they kind of stumbled upon rookie Devonta Graham last year. Kind of stumbled upon him. They they made a, a sign and trade with Boston. Got I think it was a three-way sign and trade got Terry Rozier to be their starting point guard and kind of stumbled upon Devontae Graham. So Devontae Graham, who has played is basically a point guard, they started two point guards. They started Rozier and they started Graham. Graham played a lot of off the ball, which he excelled at. Actually, he excelled at. But I think he's an actually, he's a better point guard. Um, would not be surprised to see Charlotte deal Terry Rozier. Um, I know the Knicks, why? I don't know why, but the Knicks have had interest in Terry Rozier. I'm not the biggest Terry Rozier fan. I think Terry Rozier is a backup in this league. I do not see him as a starter. I just do not. Uh, nice player. I like him. I think Devontae Graham proved he's a better player than Terry Rozier, at least in my opinion. Um, with that said, I think that they could possibly deal Rozier, maybe make Devontae Graham their starter. Um, also, I want to let everyone know I am the biggest Malik Monk fan. He has not panned out. Not one bit. Um, he did start but he, he was playing really well. Really well. And then he, he um, I think he got a PDA suspension or he got some kind of suspension pot. I don't know. I don't know what kind of stupid shit he did. But he, he got suspended. So there's a good chance that you may see uh, uh, the Hornets try to move away from him. 
With that said, they get the number one pick. They're taking Anthony Edwards. I don't even think it's. I don't even think it's a question. They're taking Anthony Edwards, and then they'll worry. And then they'll worry about. They'll worry about the rest. I mean, is 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 shooting guard their um, their biggest need? No. But right now they have no one that can put the ball in the bucket but Malik Monk and and Devontae Graham. And um, you know, if Anthony Edwards is not there, James Wiseman's probably a, another good option. They're very weak at center. Um, not a. They let's just put it this way. They have been struggling to find themselves a center for a long time, for what seems like an eternity. And uh, I mean, they got uh, Bismack Biyombo, Cody Zeller, and Willie Hernan Gomez as their centers. Yeah, they need a center in the worst way. Uh, James Wiseman would be a very nice, uh, nice pick. I could see them taking him. I think they were going to like Anthony Edwards. I think. That's the guy that they're going to target. Now, obviously, that's if they get a top two, three pick, um, which right now, if things don't shake up, they would be picking eighth. As far as that is concerned, um, there's a few wings that are down there that they could pick uh, and stuff like that. Devin Vassell um, is, a, is a good guy, uh, a nice player from Florida State. Uh, there's a... Uh, it's just going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. And obviously, I'm just playing around right now with the, with the teams, and, and and who knows what, who really knows what's going to happen with um, with uh, with this uh, NBA draft. Um, once the workouts start, you're going to be seeing um, players moving up and down. Um, Charlotte also could look. Um, they did take PJ Martin last, or PJ Washington, excuse me, last year, um, and he started at power forward pretty much. Uh, I don't remember the games, but it's quite a bit. Uh, but Obi Toppin could be a guy that they look at. Um, I'm going to delve more into the draft probably next week or the week after. I have to compile my list of top players. I'm looking. I, I've been watching film. Uh, I can tell you right now that I'm going to have. Lamella Ball, number one, Anthony Edwards, number two, and as of right now, I think James Wiseman, number three. Um, I'm still rummaging through tape, trying to make sure if that's the order I'm going to go with. Regardless, I'm going to start doing a lot of that um, here soon. And then, of course, I'm probably going to be doing a mock draft. I might do a mock draft sometime this summer. We'll see what happens. And um, I'll obviously be doing mock drafts leading up to the NBA draft, which is not now until October. So with that being said, I am, I'm, I hope you enjoy this. Um, I, I ramble and babble a lot. It's just what I do. I hope you enjoyed this. And um, dude, I, I, I will talk draft. If anyone listens to this and wants to do a show with me or do segments with me, let me know. Maximum Hoops on Twitter, SportsBoys. Uh, B-O-Y-Z-0-1 at yahoo.com and we can do this. So, I really appreciate everyone listening and um, uh, we will have ourselves a good weekend and I'll be back probably Monday or Tuesday to do another one. Um, So, uh, uh, peace out and we'll talk to you guys later.